The opinions and viewpoints expressed in .NET Rocks are not necessarily those of its sponsors or of Microsoft Corporation, its partners, or employees. .NET Rocks is a production of Franklin's Net, which is solely responsible for its content. Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter. Hey, Rockheads, quit wondering who put a stop payment on your reality check and listen up. It's time for another stellar episode of .NET Rocks, the internet audio talk show for .NET developers with Carl Franklin and Richard Campbell. This is Lawrence Ryan announcing show number 400 with a random cast of characters recorded live at DevTeach in Montreal, December 3rd, 2008. .NET Rocks is brought to you by Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter. And now offering SharePoint 2007 video training with Sahil Malik on DVD, DNR TV style. Order your copy now at www.franklins.net. Support is also provided by Towerick, combining the best in Windows forms and ASP.NET controls with first-class customer service. Online at www.telerik.com. And by Data Dynamics, makers of ActiveReports.net. Simple, powerful, and cost-effective reporting for Windows Forms and ASP.NET Web Applications. Online at www.datadynamics.com. Support is also provided by Code Magazine, the leading independent magazine for .NET developers. Online at www.code-magazine.com. And now, the man who's happy that, for once, Canada's government is more fucked up than America's... Carl Franklin. Hey, this is Carl Franklin. This is Richard Campbell. And this is show 400. 400, sir. A toast to you. A toast to you, my friend. A little scotch. A little scotch to commemorate the occasion. That is nice. And we are at the hotel bar at the Marriott Chateau Champlain in Montreal, Canada. Yes, indeed. We're here for DevTeach. It's... Just about the beginning of December here, and yep. uh, we're winding down our travel extravaganza. It's been a crazy year. Yes, it has. We, <laughs> we have done pretty much mostly what we wanted to do, and then some more that we weren't planning on doing. Yeah, but we've just done a lot of conferences this a year, lot of no choice about it. So we didn't. Well, the things that we didn't get to do, of course, were the some of the tech ed, uh, uh, international tech ed. Yeah, I mean, we were hoping to go to South Africa. We were hoping to go to Australia, yeah. but you know, one thing led to another. And well, we still want to do that. We, yeah, we're I hope hoping so. next year the the financial climate will be a little bit better for that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But we did yeah. two weeks of tech ed US. Remember that? Of course. Well, yeah. I, I did two weeks. You did one week, and yeah. Greg did the other. Yeah, yeah. And then in tech ed Europe, Same is thing. that what you're talking about? No, US and Europe. Yeah. Yeah, the, U, the, the U.S. was that, and, and in TechEd Europe, you were there for two weeks. I was there for the IT week. Oh, that's right. You were there for and, the IT week. And then uh, Mark Dunn. Only Mark Dunn, right. And we have week. those shows coming up. Still. Yeah, because he interviewed a lot of people he sure did. at TechEd Europe. Uh, so we thought we would just... We're going to have some other people join us here in a bit, but we thought... Um, 
If you're looking for nutritional content, this is going to be a marshmallow show. It's more of a, I think we're going to end up recapping a fair bit. I mean, it's been a, it's been a big year, and, and yeah. I think 2009 is going to be a big year, too. 2009 was a big year. But what's going on with your government here, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, that's what the joke was about. Not a lot of people know what's going on, and we don't want to bore you with the details, but some serious turmoil. It's very, un, it's very unusual. I mean, this is what ha- when you have a parliamentary system, it's possible to have minority governments like we've got right now. So yeah. they, there is no majority. And uh, the minority government, well, it, it did something fairly dumb. It, it kind of threatened the existence of the other parties by cutting funding. And they've all banded together essentially to overthrow the government. Cutting their voter funding, yeah. basically. Their, their public funding. Campaign finance. It's a, it's a whole campaign finance thing. And, and, it, and it was only a small part of the equation. But the result, you know, one of the things you can do in a parliament like this is you can have a vote of non-confidence and throw the government out. And that looks, looks like we that's what's going to happen. in the United States. There, we really do. Four years is just way too long. Well, let me tell you, seven weeks is not long enough. We just yeah. voted. And here we are looking at the collapse of a government. Yeah. Well, I tell you, so I, I can't say it's not going to be all no you know, no content because I want to just give my sincere gratitude to the people who came to my talk today that I probably have haven't done in the states in a long time. Your sockets talk. I talked about sockets, and when I tell people that, they're like sockets. Who cares about That's sockets? That's like Kernigan and Ritchie. That's like dinosaur stuff. What is that all about? Why do, why aren't you using WCF and all this? Right. Well, there it turns out there is a really good scenario where sockets is the only thing that you can do, and that's when you want to have a server which keeps persistent client connections and needs like a chat server right and needs to support tens of thousands of connections at the same time you obviously can't have 10,000 threads yeah. out there running so you have to write very efficient loop code running yeah. on an alternate thread and it has to work. Well, I think this is part of the appeal of your session is that yeah. it was also a very good discussion of intelligent multi-threading. Sure. Sure. Well, for this particular scenario. Well, sure, but it, it I mean really that's always the case. Is it, it dep- the correct answer is always it depends. Yes. Yeah. But I, I like the fact that you came up with a good solution for multiple threads, and I think that's what people really reacted strongly yeah, to. It's just right. part and parcel with the whole sockets thing. Right, because it's not. It's two threads, one for the listener and another that services all of the uh, client contexts, which is essentially input and output for the right. clients. But it also does a, a broadcast. You know, if some, It's a chat server, so right. if somebody comes in and they send you know, a message that they want to broadcast out, now you've got... You've got a problem. Right. You've got a whole bunch of requests that need to go out all at once. Right. To a whole bunch of client contacts that are essentially independent. Right. But at least they're not on separate threads. If they're on separate threads, oh, my God. It'd be even worse. Yeah. Not until we have 80 cores is that going (laughs) to even... And still, it just, just, uh, you know, with the locking and everything that has to go on, it's a nightmare. So uh, that was a lot of fun, and I was very appreciative because somebody came up to me after the talk and uh, said... You never see this at a conference. Thank you very much. And not only that, but most of the time what you see is the standard, you know, asynchronous threading model, just handling everything on separate threads. Right, and a thread per that socket. doesn't scale. Yeah. So that, I felt a little, you know, vindicated. I did my uh, Scaling Habits of ASP.net talk. 
And you know, I've done that yeah. talk a lot. It's yeah. very, very refined. It's fun. I, you know, I have a good yeah. time with it. Keep everybody engaged. I had a full house. I had a, a, quite a few speakers actually in the room too. I don't get out and speak at conferences much these days. I'm right. so busy doing other things. So it's it's actually fun to just do a session and, and engage a crowd about something I'm really passionate about, which is yeah. you know scaling ASP.NET. It's it's hard. It's not as simple as it looks. You know. Well, no, it's not. And and especially with the tools that you get out of the box. They don't, you know, they, they sort of lead you to believe that, uh, yeah, that they is, can scale. This is terrible frustration of knowing that ASP.NET is very scalable. I mean, MySpace right. switched to ASP.NET for a reason. Yes. In it, but the, the default configuration and the sort of default way that you develop an ASP.NET yeah. has real problems when yeah. the scale gets big. Yeah, it's view state and session and all that stuff just yeah. sort of clogs things up. Well, and, and you know, one of the times that I did that talk, I think it was at a code camp in, in uh, Wisconsin, and Scott Hanselman was there. We ended up doing a whole Hanselman. It's about my talk. Yeah. And, and also just Scott and I's experiences around scaling. Yeah. It was really a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, we just, yeah, it's sometimes it's like you and me. We just sort of set each other off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So um, we, uh, I, it's a good opportunity also to do a little housekeeping. You know, towards the end of the year, we, we, we don't tend to talk about things that are show-related that much. No. But um, we have been to all these conferences, and I, I have recently taken back my blog. Yes, yes. My blog has sort of been, and this is intellectualhedonism.com. You know, I used to blog about, you know, code that I was working on and all that stuff, and then it sort of became uh, a repository for announcements of shows. Right. Now, we have an RSS feed that, you know, iTunes consumes and everything else, which is essentially the same thing. Right. Except that it has a, uh, the enclosure tag. Right. Which the blog did not have. Which the blog did not have. So essentially, we're duplicating our stuff. And I was like, well, this is my blog. Why do I want to clog it up with a bunch of stuff that we already have? Well, and I appreciate that in the beginning, when you're only doing a show a week, yeah. adding that to the blog stream was not a big deal. Yeah, but having five, six shows you know, every, week, every week, suddenly all the postings are yeah. about your shows. And the ones that are the gems tend to get lost in those. So, so I took it back, and I, po- I posted a blog. You wrote it the greatest blog entry of all time. I that thing was epic. A, I wrote a great blog entry about my experiences in Amsterdam and Krakow, Poland, and uh, Bulgaria. Right. All in one post. And I promise that I'm going to catch people up on the rest of them. But you can read that. But, but just to recap here. First, I went to Amsterdam. Now, you were planning to go. Yes. But uh, something came up you had to stay home for. And we went to Amsterdam. I got to cook the ribs with Remy right. at, the, at the speaker dinner. You know, the rest of the guys went off to Rotterdam on the tour. I had already done that. So Remy and Stephen Forte and I spent the day in a restaurant that Remy had rented. essentially rented space in the kitchen. And we ended up prepping ribs and burgers and all of that stuff. Went out for like a nice leisurely two-hour lunch and then went to another place where the venue was. And, and cooked, and that was awesome. And then over the weekend, I went to with Tim Huckabee to Krakow, Poland, to the Krakow user group there. And of course, you know, we did the 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 water and the vodka bottle. Oh gag. yes, yes, the great booze gag. <laughs> and it was met with shock and dismay. <laughs> but they weren't buying it. No. I, I think maybe it's because my poker face. I kind of laughed. Yeah. You know. Tim's got a much better poker face. Well, and than the Poles can drink vodka, so they just weren't that impressed. They just weren't that impressed, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that was a great experience, and I 
Uh, then, then of course, Bulgaria. Yeah, Dev Reach. Dev Reach. Which is uh, sponsored by our, our good friends yes. at Telerik. Telerik uh, is running the conference now. And effectively, they were just a, a premium sponsor of the first two. Right. And this time, they've actually... Pretty much, most work, you know, doing a lot of, of the planning and the planning. Uh, a lot of organizational work, and yeah. So, uh, and this is their home base, of course, Sofia, Bulgaria. Yeah, absolutely. So, great speakers, and we had the ASPNet panel that you know that was a show. Yeah, got just published recently. Got published, uh, which I thought was great. We also published just the beginning of that in Code Magazine, which is interesting because it, it was called the Future of ASP.net. Right, and we, you know, there's only like 1,200 words allowed in that. Article, so we barely got to the present. Yeah, you know, let alone the future. Yeah, it's not not easy to do. The future is bigger than that. But uh, and I missed that whole trip, that entire series. I had to stay behind for uh, for other reasons and uh, missed out on all the fun. And I got drunk and dialed from you guys. But it wasn't a personal problem. Never it's not like, not no, no. Like you had Everybody's a alive. Everything's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, it was just dealing with uh, the the, cr- the credit crisis. Right. Yeah. Things things change when the finances change. Exactly. So uh, then. After that, I was home for a week, and we both went to the PDC. Yep. PDC Los Angeles. PDC in Los Angeles. Which was fun because we weren't working. Right. It was very unusual to be at a conference and have no commitments. In fact, I thought in general the RDs were kind of freaked out by the fact that they didn't have sessions or anything. Right. They were just there to listen. But if you think about it, there was so much that they were talking about the PDC that had been under wraps at Microsoft for four yeah. years or so. Yeah. Oslo, you know, the cloud. Yeah. All of that Even stuff. Even all that Surface stuff. Even the Surface and stuff. And we did snag a couple of good shows there. We did. We yeah. did. And then after the PDC in Los Angeles, which, by the way, um, the, the best diner in Los Angeles <laughs> is next to the, on the Figueroa. Yeah. It's right down the street from the Hotel Figueroa. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. But, but it was I remember the diner. place. I was, like, shocked that uh, a building in Los Angeles could be so yeah, old. Yeah, the I 1950s it was in, diner. Yeah, I thought it was in New England. Yeah. Anyway... So then uh, from the PDC, we had a couple days off and uh, right to Barcelona. Barcelona for the IT for week. The IT week. It. And for me, it was kind of a vacation. Yeah, you had fun. Greg and I were doing Run As Radio there. Most of the work. Yeah, as fast as could. We, we could. You picked up a couple of interviews for us, right. and, and it went really well. Uh, Speaker Idol, of yeah. course, was born at Tech Ed Europe. Yes, it really was three, four years ago, and uh, we've been doing it ever since. And it, it uh, Now there are other conferences doing a sort of Speaker I Idol thing. I get emails from people uh, at Code Camps and at other conferences internationally asking me how Speaker Idol works, what to yeah. do. Can we do that? Yeah, and, and, and of course, yeah, absolutely, go nuts. It's a great idea, and lots of people have been doing it, and and, and it goes really well. It's a fun way to, to I mean, it's five-minute talks. Five minutes to impress the judges with a talk. Right. You can use PowerPoints. You don't have to. If you do a demo, that's kudos for you. Yeah. But it's all about how can you effectively communicate an idea in five minutes. And part of me really enjoys it because you see, you learn a lot in a very short amount of time. I mean, in a you half really hour, do. 45 minutes, you see three or four of these little five-minute nuggets. It's just a lot of ideas. And usually it's not fluff. Usually somebody's got some tip in there. Well, they've, they've wedged in there that you go, wow. Yeah, they've really pared it down to the absolute <laughs> core, most important thing because they don't have time for anything else. And, of course, the winners of those contests, and there's judges, of yeah. course. And who were some of the judges? Steve Riley was there. Steve Riley came into the Mark finals. Rasinovich was Rasinovich there. did the finals as well. Was one of the guests. Um, we always get the previous uh, year's judges. winner. Right, right, which was uh, Ilse Van Kriegen. She yeah. was in uh, Michael Anderberg, which I, I don't know that you know him particularly well, but he's the security track chair. 
So he's actually very interested in, I mean, these are the guys he's ultimately going to hire as speakers, right. right? So having a track chair on there as well. And we had a few other folks come and go. Andy Malone stepped in at one point. He was the winner the year previous to that. And the winner gets? Speaking Slot Tech Ed the following the year. The following year. But what's interesting about Speaker Idol is everybody who sent in a video was was looked at in a you know, a lot of the a lot of the contestants, whether they won or not, actually got picked up as speakers. Well, this is one of the things they were in front of these influential people. You're exactly right because we because we videotape all of the contestants and yeah. all of their presentations, and those presentations circulate amongst the track chairs. Right. And I think it's been more successful in the U.S. in, yeah. in this respect, but. Many of the speakers, certainly many of the finalists, some of them weren't even finalists, yeah, right. get picked up because right. folks are, you know, these track chairs are looking for new talent and, and the video really gives them a chance to see it. So are we going to do this again at TechEd in, uh, in the next year? I mean, this is something that we're going to continue I to would do. love to keep doing Speaker Idol. I mean, yeah. for me personally, as a guy who likes speaking at conferences and struggled to break into yeah. them and dealt with those things, I mean, this is, that's my personal motivation oh, is yeah, it's to wonderful. create new speakers. Uh, I mean, in the end, I can't just say, yeah, we're going to do well, it. Well, we don't know yet, but because we'd like to. In the and I have to negotiate with the sure. with the tech ed folks, and that takes time. And, right. and it, as soon as it's set up, then I go. But I would definitely like to keep doing. Oh them. yeah, we, well, we certainly want to. Well, the thing was, and the thing was interesting about this year being the third year in Europe was we had four or five of the contestants had been previous contestants had been contestants the previous years, right? And they got owned their stuff. They'd gotten yeah. better. Yeah, you know, and it, you could you could really see they'd gotten better. They they wanted to keep competing. And this year's winner was Rhonda Layfield. Rhonda Layfield, right? And she is uh, 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 connected to Mark Manassi. Yeah, and a very talented speaker in her own right. Yes. But she's had a tough time trying to break into the circuit. She, she was a, great, she, well deserved, very yeah, talented speaker. No two ways about it. And uh, and yeah, one hands down, and and great. So we're gonna the the good news is. People, more people are going to get a chance to see her now at TechEd. Right. She presents some great stuff. Of course, right. they, she's totally on the IT side of the equation. Yeah, yeah. Right? This is IT. Yeah. So we really don't know what happened during the next week, which no. was Dev Week. Because no. Do you know who was running that? Was uh, Richard Castell and, uh, and Dave right. McMahon. And we, those are our favorite Brits. Oh, they're so crazy, those, those guys. guys. are awesome. So, yeah, I haven't heard from them how it went, but I'm sure it was outstanding. Right. Those guys, so, they're great hosts. So they did Speaker Idol there. Mark Dunn was there sort of being the .NET Rocks presence. Right. He interviewed a couple of people there, which we're going to... He interviewed dozens. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then... From there, we flew to Vegas. Yeah, back to Dev Connections. Yeah, I actually flew directly from Barcelona to Las Vegas. Right. Well, I mean, I took two flights, but I mean... But you I, also you spent a couple extra days in Barcelona. I left yeah, earlier I so I could go home and right. remind my children what I looked like. Yeah, so I got to stay on while the RDs and the speakers were coming in for Dev Week. Right. And I actually got to spend a day with uh, Stephen Forte and Tim Huckabee, and we went up to the Salvador Dali Museum. Ah, yes, very which nice. Which is north of Barcelona. And let me tell you, that guy was one fucked up dude. <laughs> he was out there. He, he designed his own museum. He designed his own museum. And, you know, you think Dolly's surrealist. Yeah, he was kind of wild. No. The dude was smoking crack. <laughs> I'm standing, and I'm going to post about this on my blog, but I'm standing outside the building, which, by the way, is like this red building with pineapples on the top. It's just ridiculous, <laughs> right? And you go... And I, I said, Stephen Forte, I said, hey, you know what I haven't seen in a long time? What? A knight. K-N-I-G-H-T. Right. A knight's torso with a loaf of bread on his head. And he goes, why, Carl, there's one right there. And I look at the top of the roof, and there are all these knight torsos. 
with big loaves of Parisian bread Stick stretched across the tops of their heads. That's awesome. That's something you don't see every day. Nope, nope. Yeah. Kind of unique. So I really enjoyed that. And I'm, I got a really good picture of Stephen Forte contemplating a fire hose. Because he does that sort of thing. Which was on the wall. We thought it was part of the museum at first, but it turned out to be a fire hose, just, you know, utilitarian. And Connections was a really great show, as usual. Connections was off the hook. Yeah, we did a whole ton of interviews. We got a chance to talk to Scott Guthrie. Uh, we, we talked to a lot of different folks. We did a, a, a DNR Live. But yeah. I still think my favorite part of Dev Connections is that closing session. Yeah. The closing session for Dev Connections was the 64-bit question... And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being distracted by some moose. <laughs> a couple of some moose have wandered into the bar. Oh, Let no. us finish our story, you you moose. Animals. Animals. Oh my God, it's an an entire cast of them. Hi, this is Carl with a message from Telerik, without which this show would not be possible. I'm sure by now you must have heard a lot about Microsoft's new ASP.NET MVC framework, Model View Controller framework. And you probably know its key benefits like testability, intuitive URLs, and that kind of stuff. But how can you apply this in your real-world applications today? Where do you start? Well, how about starting with the same user interface components that you already use every day? So the guys at Telerik have announced that their RAD control suite for ASP.NET AJAX now works with Microsoft MVC. Boom, just like that. So as usual, Telerik was the first vendor to adopt the new framework and add component support for MVC, something many believed was impossible. Check it out online at Telerik.com. That's T-E-L-E-R-I-K.com. Check out the demos featured on Telerik blogs. And hey, don't forget to thank them for supporting .NET Rocks. So just to finish our story, yes. the 64-bit question is a game show that Richard and I invented. And we, you might have heard it us do it on the the 200th.net rocks show. Yep. We played it with uh, just uh, with Mark Miller and Rory and you and yep. I asked the questions. Yep. And uh, Mark Dunn too. So basically we asked some trivia questions about code, about IT and about .net rocks. Right. And we pass out swag that way. We pass out a lot and really Really insane yeah. swag, insane amounts. It was, of swag. I mean, a couple of Xboxes, yeah. a uh, a whole ton of expensive software, yeah, a um, bunch of other video games. Like it was a really an outstanding set of swag. Yeah. So after Dev Connections, of course, we went to Malmo, Sweden. Yes, for Ordev. For Ordev. 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 In Malmo. Now they had been running that for four years, and this is the first year that we actually got invited. There was almost a thousand people there. Yep. Really and sharp developers, too. Really amazing developers. And it was, you know, 20 minutes from Copenhagen. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a really... Uh, but also a hybrid nice show. Time. Java guys were there. Lots of agile stuff going on there. In fact, there. the alt Leadership guys stuff were going there, on. too. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff. So yeah. finally, and Ordev, we did like six shows on the stage, which are all coming up. Yes. The all, none, of, none of which have been published yet. But uh, yeah, we've got to we got to publish those shows. We just had a ton of different content right. there, and then uh, well, I, I want to say um, so we did these six shows, and that means we're going to have shows all the way through the holidays this year. Right. We we typically stop for Christmas. Uh, we're not going to do that this year. We have so many shows. We have the Tech Ed shows. We have the Ordev shows. We're just going to keep blowing through them. Yeah. So just more content for everybody. More content. Okay. So then Thanksgiving. Yeah. Then American Thanksgiving. Yes. 
I have no idea what this means. Get yeah. this away from me. And then finally, and, uh, we, uh, we're we here. <laughs> They're passing us napkins. Will you guys just cool out? Yeah. We'll get to you. Stop throwing peanuts on me. <laughs> we have a story to tell here. Yeah. The animal, the animals have arrived. Oh, my God. They cannot, cannot take these people out in public. <laughs> yes, I see. Liar. Yes, okay. So... So, uh, American Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. of course, you know, you guys have yours like a couple of weeks before. A right? month before, yeah. A month before? Yeah. yeah. So, that's the uh, the autumn festival, you know, turkey and trimmings and all that all stuff. That good and stuff. then uh, then we came here. Yeah. So, and... Suddenly it's show 400. Suddenly a show 400, and it's the end of travel season. Yeah. And uh, I am going this weekend to Joe Homnick's Code Camp with Senor Huckabee in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that is really going to be. The that's end. how you're ending your season. That's off. how I'm ending the year. Crazy. And then I got nothing else. So I guess we ought to talk to these people, huh? Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, so, so so sure. Now that we're ready to talk to them, they're ordering drinks. Yeah, they're all busy. Well, who do we have here? We have Yag, Alan Griver. Yeah. And Beth Massey. Yep. They're here. Kathleen Dollar's here. Mr. Forte, of course. And his cohort in crime, Tim Huckabee. A couple of people that we can't remember their names. A couple of locals. I know couple Trish of is here. Okay, uh, Trish. Yeah. And Trish and Lamar. And Lamar. Lamar. Okay. And uh, we only have a couple of microphones. So we're, what are we, we going to talk to these people I about? I have no anyway? idea. We'll find out. You know, the same all way right, we do all right, the come shows. Come here. Come here. Yeah, you. Come here. Me? Yes, you. Little old me. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, but this liar has, the word liar has been written in all caps on a napkin and shoved in front of my face. What did I lie about? Hello, Mr. Franklin. I'll tell you what you lied about. This is Mr. Forte. Roughly 30 minutes ago, on Rue de Saint Catherine, you t- I asked you to go into the deli to talk to the Bulgarian guy and curse him out in Bulgarian. And did I say I would? Yes, you did. No. No, I did not. <laughs> I threw my arms up in the air as to say, what can I do? I had several eyewitnesses, <laughs> and they all said... You had one eyewitness, and she was drunk. My younger <laughs> sister, Kathleen Dollard, was, ca- was not intoxicated. <laughs> Kathleen, did I say yes? She needs a microphone. <laughs> yes. Yes! And she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know. She wasn't know. paying attention. So I had to go in... To this particular deli. Ruben's Smoked Meat House. Ruben's Smoked Meat House. Deli. Deli. And I had to go in and say, did a a gentleman (laughs) come in here and curse you out in Bulgarian? (laughs) And I I walked in and said, Drosti, which is hello in Bulgarian. (laughs) We know this information because you and I have traveled to Bulgaria. Yes, we have, and we've learned all the curse words. And that's why I... Especially the worst one. I shall not say it here under penalty of the Bulgarian mafia coming down and shooting me. (laughs) But I asked you to say it. You said you would say it. I did not, sir. You did, sir. I did not, sir. (laughs) You did, sir. And I had to go in and and independently verify this information. He had to. And I said... I said, sir, today, gentlemen from the United States, come in and say Moon to you. Moon. And he goes, no. Which means motherfucker. <laughs> Correct. He said, no. And then he said, a man came in. And then he said, a man came in. 
And he was heavy. And he had a woman with him. A blonde woman. Who was spectacularly beautiful and stole the man behind the counter's heart. And Stephen said, no, that wasn't Carl. That's great. Thanks, buddy. Because you left... The street with Richard, who is not a beautiful blonde woman. <laughs> it's true. <Not> true. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> wow. How can you top that? I don't know. It's pretty random. Trish. Hello. What's your story? I don't know. I... She is dumbfounded. She does not know what to say. Yeah. You are on the 400th show of .NET Rocks. I put the microphone in front of your face expecting, my name is Trish. I'm a developer. You know, what can you, what can you tell us? My name is Trish. I'm a developer. Brilliant! Nice! Brilliant! Excellent. Donna Rocks! (laughs) So you live in Montreal? No, I live in Manitoba. Manitoba? Wow. Yeah. It's like the whole population of Manitoba is at DevTeach. I work at Friesen's in Altona. What's the Friesen's? Friesen's is a printing company. Ah, okay. And you are a .NET developer. Yes. Here at a .NET Developers Conference. That is true. Are you learning anything? Yes, I'm learning very much. What sessions did you go to? I went to unit testing sessions, Visual Studio Team Systems, right. Source Control. You didn't happen to go to a Sockets session, did you? I did not. <laughs> What's so funny about that, Tim? <laughs> I think I went to see Donald Voucham instead of the uh, Sockets session. Oh, oh. Oh, you were right. up against oh, some tough okay. competition, Carl. I what really can you was. say? I really was. I oh, just well. want to say one more time for the record: I did not agree to curse the man in Bulgarian. <laughs> so screw you, frack you, frack you, Franklin, frack you, frack you, and the horse you fracking rode in on. Go frack yourself, <laughs> Tim. Tim. What about VB Lamar? Oh, okay. V VB Lamar. Oh, VB Lamar. But I should say I did go see a session on ASP.NET scaling earlier in the day, even though I skipped out on the socket session to go see Donald Belchin talk about others. Well, you're forgiven. Thank you, sir. What else have you been talking about here? Uh, have you, what else have you been... What other sessions have you gone to? Uh, Chris, it's too late in the night to remember. <laughs> all right, well then, all right, well then, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, a girl drink. It's uh, vodka and cranberry juice. Very nice. Vodka and cranberry with a little lime. All right, we have some more people who just showed up. Amanda Locker, Ted Neward, her twin brother, a uh, <laughs> couple other people whose names are escaping me at the moment. The mob is getting larger. This crowd is getting larger. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to pass my mic to, to Tim. All right. Go ahead. Mr. Huckabee. Yes. Hang on. Hang on. No, what? Tim. Tim's getting a lap dance. <laughs> now, this is a sight I do We're not on? ever want to see. Are we being recorded? Ah. Are we being recorded? I don't, I don't want anybody else to know that Tim's Tim and I have lap. this secret affair going on. I knew it. No, we don't. Yes, we do. You somebody, no, we don't. You promised have we could a go public. You promised. Yeah, Tim. What happened? Beth Beth Massey wants to know what happened to the socially. Liber- I thought you were in favor of our of our kind of, of our kind of love. A little out of hand. In your 
None of this is going to make it to the show, right? <laughs> well, now that we have all of you guys here in one place, Richard and I just want to thank you that have been guests on our show for making it such a great show. This is 400 freaking shows here. Yeah. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And it's your and fault. Hip, hip, hooray for .NET Rocks. On the count of three. One, two, three. Hip, 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 hip hooray! Buckaboo! Buckaboo! <laughs> now, now in French. Now hip, in French. Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, 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 hooray. hip, hip, hooray! We're never going to see that microphone again. <laughs> Who has been on board? Yes, this is important because oh, no, I, the, I, loser, I, the loser owes the winner a drink. You, you guys have got to know. Are there people that, more overexposed than me? This, Wait, the, uh, good. <laughs> good. The, the guest that's Great. been on .NET Rocks the most is Rocky Latka. No, Latka! <laughs> he owes us a drink. He owes us a drink. Wait, we're right now, though. Does this count? This counts. This does not count. Oh, come on. There's this no counts. way this counts. I'm not I think count. this counts. What I'm you, not, you know what? Let's put it to a vote. All those in favor of this counting say aye. Aye. I'm sorry. I think All you're mistaking the show for a democracy. All those say nay. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Forte. I was just repeating what you were saying, Ted. I'm a disciple of Ted Neuer, Ted. All right. Come on. Pass, I give up. Pass you're the hopeless. mic to someone else. Again? You're hopeless. Let's is, this, is this a hanging chad? No, no, this is Florida. Is this a hanging this chad? This is Florida. Is the hanging chad? Yes, that sounded like a hanging chad to me. It's a hanging chad. Okay, it's a, all those... You know what? All right, all right, right shut up. Pass this the mic to someone chad. else now. Come Only on. two votes matter. Got you. Only two votes matter. All those in favor say aye. 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 All those opposed say nay. Nay. He doesn't care. Motion carries. There you go. <laughs> pass it down the other way. Actually, Amanda just sat here. Why don't you uh, have a nice little chat with her and I'll pass all right. the mic to her. Yeah, thank goodness a grown-up sat down. Howdy. Grown-up? <laughs> Maybe three drinking? weeks ago. <laughs> Red Bull and vodka. Wow. What? The okay. best drink ever. It's it's one of those drinks you drink if you live in Ohio. Uh, all right, I'm taking away your grown-up credentials you right there. Fly over. That's one of those flyover <laughs> states, isn't it? Nobody lands in Ohio. I've been to Ohio. I went to Columbus once. I've not seen you there. Yeah, I know. It, it, how could you miss me? There's only well, one street. <laughs> Richard, will, will you come to Ohio and be in our user group? Carl's already committed for April. In April, I guess. I guess we're going. Yeah. My birthday is April twenty third. I need both of you guys. And we to we will be both come party. out for your birthday. Nice. And I will talk about sockets. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I won't. <laughs> and we'll all sing happy birthday for what your twenty first birthday. <laughs> <laughs> She's so young. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have nothing to say to that. What are you Richard, talking about it at? Richard, your dyslexia is kicking in again. It's her 12th. Ay, ay, ay. Am I allowed to say, bleep, you Ted? Oh, oh you can say anything you want, <laughs> sweetheart. You go right ahead. Bleep, you Ted. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you been talking about at DevTeach? F Sharp, Oslo, DSL, languages in general. Don't you have a new shirt coming? I, I have an M Grammar shirt coming. Ah, very nice. And I have a That's What She Tweeted <laughs> shirt coming. <laughs> What uh, what is your Twitter, by the way, so everybody else can follow you? I don't know that I need more followers. <laughs> you don't need any more. I apologize for anything I will say. <laughs> Pandemonium. All right. If nominated, I will not run. I if elected, run. I will not serve. Yes. All right. We'll pass this around. Should we go get some real? Pass it that way. All right. So. 
Hey, I just want to give a shout out real quick to our friends at Data Dynamics who uh, make ActiveReports.net, among other really awesome things. ActiveReports.net is great because uh, it allows you to just build your reports with an easy editor, embed them right in your application, provide PDF and HTML output, give your end users a report editor, royalty-free, of course, a great access report upsizing wizard, and all this for a price that isn't going to break the bank. ActorReports.net from Data Dynamics. Go check it out now at datadynamics.com. Alan. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. What can I do for you? What are you doing here? I'm uh, just sitting around listening to all these people drink more and more. You have done a large number of dev teaches. Like, I, think, I think you've done pretty much all of the dev teaches. Uh, yeah, actually, I missed the very first dev teach. But I did all the Fox teachers that came before them. Had to get Fox in there just for Carl to make him happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. between you and Beth, that's like three quarters of the speaking cadre of Fox Pro right there. <laughs> We're kidding. Uh, We're kidders. Richard true. and I kid. No, we kid. It, uh, the uh, community is still doing actually pretty well. They just had a large conference in Phoenix, Arizona a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we definitely did not announce that on .NET Rock. Yeah, strange how that works. So, uh, no, I'm here at DevTeach. It's uh, one of my favorite conferences. Actually, now that I uh, left DevDiv and am uh, running some of the business services underlying the online uh, services that Microsoft is offering, one of my conditions in going was that I got to continue coming to DevTeach because this is one of my favorite conferences ever. Wow, that's amazing. Is it, I mean, you've totally changed jobs, but you still live in California. That must be tricky to actually work for Microsoft and not be in Redmond. Yeah, I uh, actually go up to Redmond every week. So I'm there Monday through Thursday. And then Thursday nights I fly down and Monday mornings fly back up. So I'm kind of by, it's not by coastal. I don't know what it is, by statal. <laughs> and that you have By a personal statural. relationship with a bunch of uh, of flight attendants. I imagine they know you pretty well there, doing that flight every week. Yeah, they're thinking of changing Alaska Airlines to Alaska Airlines. It's you know a little thing we're thinking of. You rack a couple of miles up doing that every week too. Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty awesome thing. I uh, I've always loved to travel, so it's a little short flight, but it's still a lot of fun. Love airplanes, always have. So what have you been talking about here, DevTeach? So here I started talking about Windows Azure. So I did a uh, an introduction to Windows Azure, a lap around Windows Azure. In an hour and a quarter, covered about three hours worth of sessions and still didn't get through all the services and things that are offered with it. Wow, you motored. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I really did. But uh, the people seem to really like it. It's something that's new enough that I thought an introductory session really made a big uh, difference for people so that they'd understand conceptually where we're coming from, some of the architectural patterns that would help, and things they can think about in the code they're writing now to help them down the road. So do we have a pricing model yet? Uh, no, nothing publicly announced, just that it will be uh, competitive with the other pricing models out there. Sorry, dude. Yeah, nice, nice one. Just sort of leave us all hanging here. I think the big challenge with Azure is going to be, is it priced such a way that little startups can use it? Because I think there's also a big dynamic here around the enterprise guys, the big corps that don't want to build out any more infrastructure. Well, one thing that we have said is that it'll be priced on a usage basis. 
So that in and of itself tends to scale pretty well. Um, another thing is just that historically Microsoft has, uh, you know, worked really hard at making access to its platforms and abilities really easy and inexpensive for developers. So I don't expect to see that change heavily. Good. <laughs> and one of the reasons I love DevTeach so much is that I get to see Tim Huckabee. He, uh, he and I have uh, known each other for about 20 years now. and uh, it's, it's true. I've it's, known this handsome Jewish man for a long time. Yeah, and that lovely Catholic man yes. over there with the we twinkle in his eyes. We are Bridget and Bernie, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it has upset me to... It has upset me to learn about the relationship between him and Stephen Forte, but other than that, you know. What did you hear yes, about the relationship sir? between him and Ted Neward? Well, what did he call me out about? He and Ted Neward is something new. I think it just happened this conference. It, it is kind of a magical conference, as I said. Well, and Tim has that effect on people. I don't know how it works, really. You know, how can they resist? No, it? I don't. Yeah, okay. All right. We're moving right along here. That was a fairly healthy contingent of our yes. old-style troublemakers. Well, I'm going to pass both microphones to Amanda because she's got something she wants to do with them. I'm here with dyslexic Darcy, who happens to not really be Darcy. No, but, but apparently I'm a lot more polite than dyslexic Darcy. So you are I'm so, so flattered. So, dyslexic Darcy... Tell us about the story when Ted Neward tried to give you a kiss. Well, it was a cr pretty crazy uh, morning. Uh, I arrived on site at the DevTeach conference, and uh, Ted walked up to me and, and made a quite uh, friendly introduction. He gave you a kiss? Absolutely kissed me. And, and, and I thought, well, this gentleman is absolutely like genuine and, He's and, American. and great. And, uh, it's American? Hey, Americans are friendly people. And I have to say, it was absolutely, you know, it was refreshing. Like, hey, here I'm at a conference, and it's not like, hey, let's, let's shake hands. It's, let's share a little kiss. And it was, it was great. Dyslexic Darcy, I must mention that you are the nicer Darcy. Well, according to um, current scientific studies, if me and the real Darcy were to come in contact, it would cause a uh, some sort of anomaly um, that would require a, a Picard-like you know entity to come in and fix. So uh, I'm. I believe the term you're looking for is a disruption in the space-time continuum. <laughs> there we go. Dyslexic so, Darcy, may I give you a kiss? I'm American. Absolutely. He's too willing. Not going to do it. He's too willing. <laughs> um, it, it. Dyslexic Darcy, come, come here. All right. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was great for me. Absolutely. It was, it was the best. So what about Darcy made you want to look exactly like him and talk like him but be more polite? Well, I, I encountered this, this Darcy phenomenon, and I said, there are so many great things about him. And then I realized there was just, <laughs> and, and I realized. Thank that you for the drink, kind all sir. Was missing Say was hi to Donut Rocks. Hi to who? The one that rocks? Hello. No, no, no. Absolutely, no, no. Are you the one that rocks? Dot Net Rocks. Dot Net Rocks. You're vibrating. That's good. Donut Rocks. Happy 400th, really? For that's you guys? 
Happy 400. Okay. All right. Let's pass the microphone to someone else now. Thank you, Dyslexic Darcy. I think that's your name. It's a... The, no, no, he's the nice Darcy. Ms. Dollar, uh, please save us. This show is going to need so much editing. Oh, Kathleen. It's so good, it's so good to see Kathleen Hi. coming out of her shell, isn't it? It's just... It's just the antlers really make it, don't I do they? not have a PhD. The antlers are awesome. I have had a little bit strike. She's, she's just wonderful. Tell them what I've been saying all night about you, the PhD. So what has Stephen Forte been saying about you? I've been going around telling people that she has a PhD. But she does, doesn't she? No. Everything but a PhD. So the whole conversation just came to a screeching halt. Do you know do you know why I've been telling people she has a PhD? Why? Because Richard, who's supposed to be omniscient, told me she has a PhD. That, that would be omniscient, but or okay. omnipotent. <laughs> Richard said something funny and I missed it. I think you mocked you or me or both. Pretty close. Pretty close. I know I'm lost. Can we can we interview you? <laughs> Boy, you took a do you, wrong new, turn. do you know where New London, Connecticut? It's a guy who's I was born lost. in New London, Connecticut. You're kidding. Come, put that guy on the. Give that guy the microphone. Hold on. Wait, wait, you wait, are wait, a complete wait. stranger. What is your name, complete stranger? I'm Bob Quaratella. Bob. Yes, Bob. got it. You are on the 400th show of .NET Rocks, which is produced twice a week in New London, Connecticut. I was born at LNM. Holy cow! I grew up in Mystic. My mother was Mystic. born at Lawrence I, Memorial. Uh, my uh, family my owns the. Was born in my Mo- family owns the food store in Noank, Connecticut. Universal been there for Foods. 80 years. Universal <laughs> Foods. You're, yeah. Universal Dude, Food I, Store. That's my. We can get their sandwich. Let's on, go to Carson's Saturday. and get a soda we can go there after this. And get a sandwich. Let's a good go, sandwich. Let's go to Carson's and get Carson's, our fountain yeah. soda after this. Yeah. Go. What's the best pizza in the world? Uh, <laughs> not Mystic Pizza. You can't but coach him. Pepe's in New Haven. It is Pepe's in New Haven. Yes, correct. Which is, I have been this there. It's good pizza. This guy just came along. He says, I'm from Rhode Island. I'm lost. I'm like, dude, you kind of took a wrong turn at the Mass Pike there. Oh, yeah, you should have gone left instead I of right. I flew into Buffalo on Monday and then drove... To Drove into Toronto. Well, you can't fly into Toronto. It's too expensive. So then I drove to uh, Toronto with uh, two of my buddies. Well, I'm in the software business, and so we sell software. And so, are you uh, here for Dev Teach? Uh, who would have guessed? Are you here for Dev Teach? I'm. I'm here for Def Leopard. No, no, oh, what do you say, Def? <laughs> Def who? Dev Teach. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> All right, you have stumbled onto. I have a business card. I think. Just say it's, say it's uh, Ruby. I don't know what it does. It's really expensive, though. It's awesome. You have you. It's co- 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 Tell him yeah. what he stumbled into. Yeah, here. no, I know. I know what it does. Well, it's hard to. He's got to look at his card to see what he does. He uh, doesn't remember anymore. It's really expensive. It really it does some cool so, stuff. So these are all speakers at a software developer conference happening right here at this hotel. And the no show kidding. is all about .NET software development. .NET. Yes. I think we do that. Yeah, we, we do .NET. Somebody so in New London County Microsoft. does .NET besides me. And he, I had to come to Montreal to find him. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that is incredible. That's incredible. Connecticut, holy you cow. You guys didn't like pay this guy to come by and crash no, the party. No, no. No, I was interested. I was sitting at the bar, and I said, well, that, 
That looks like a Christmas party or something over there. <laughs> well, what's with the microphones? Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, Koufax out of uh, Irvine, California. Uh, yeah, no, his sister. Uh, Margie. <laughs> yeah, Margie. Yeah, Margie. And we do uh, content capture. Well, so you scan in all your content. Well, we, uh, well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, it's great seeing you guys. <laughs> let us buy you a drink. Oh, no, let me, I'm on an expense account. Let me buy you guys oh, a round. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> Kofax, 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 Kofax. Oh, my God. T-shirts and T-shirts. Probably need T-shirts. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks so much. This is the best guest we've ever had. That was very random. That was extremely random. All right, I want to talk to Pete. Pete, come on over here. Come here. Come sit on the couch. Right here. Come on. Come on. Now put him in the middle. Put him in the middle. This can't be good. Come on, Pete. Because you guys don't really know this, but... Uh, but Pete and I share a common heritage. We're both we both come from bad humor. Bad bad humor. So we've been training bad jokes for the last three days. Pete, who are you and what do you do? Hi, I'm Peter DeBetta and I uh, do sequel. He's now, such a sequel guy. What is a sequel guy doing at a .NET conference? It's oh, not well, just Carl, it's not just a .NET conference. I'm getting voiced over already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, we happen to know that this is not only DevTeach, but it's also SQL Teach. Exactly. And there's a whole bunch of you SQL people here. We are here. And, and actually, I was co-tech chair for the, uh, for the SQL track. So that was, uh, it was quite an honor, actually. The SQL track at SQL Teach. Yeah. Well, there are two of them. We got a SQL Dev and a SQL IT track. Okay. And, um, I have spoken at the SQL track of, of DevTeach, yeah. SQL Teach. Yeah. That's good. This year? Not this year. So, Pete. Because oh, I don't remember picking you for it. Pete, what are you drinking there? <laughs> Uh, it's uh, Glenlivet. Yeah, that's what we're drinking. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's so. all they. That's all they. That's the best they got here. It is. Yeah, yeah that's right. Apparently, somebody drank all the Macallan Twelve <laughs> in this bar. That's right. It was uh, <clears throat> Richard and I. Are you taking my picture? Oh, so, so I just Pete. thought you were looking in a lighted mirror because. <laughs> so Pete, let's hear one of these uh, really bad jokes that we were trading, or, well, or a which, new one. Okay. Uh, uh, ten, ten, a thousand and twenty-six. What? And um, she really liked. Yeah, that was a good one. <clears throat> was it? it wasn't uh, no, it wasn't no, really. It wasn't no. She made it a good one. So a quick one. Yeah. A guy gets a call from his doctor, and the doctor's frantic. He says, "You know, I've got, I've got, I've got bad news and, and worse news for you." And he goes, <laughs> "He goes, well, what, what's the bad news?" He goes, "Well, you've got twenty-four hours to live." And the man says, oh, my God, what could be worse than that? He says, I've been trying to call you since yesterday. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Cheers. Salud. Salud. Uh, the guy walks into a bar, uh, and he has no money, and he goes up to the bartender, and he says, I could really use a drink. Can I tell you this one already? Uh, I'm not sure. So, uh, No, no, you didn't. So he says, you know, I could really use a drink, but I don't have any money. He goes, well, I can't give you a drink. And Well, what if I show you something really amazing? It's going to have to be pretty amazing for me to just give you a drink. So the guy opens up his jacket, pulls a hamster out, puts it on the bar. Oh, yes, the hamster runs did. across the bar, jumps <laughs> on the piano, and starts playing Gershwin tunes. And 
the bartender was, well, that, that's amazing. And gives the guy a drink. And a little while later, the guy said, I could really use another drink. He said, well, you've got to show me something amazing again. Okay. Pulls a frog out of his jacket, puts it on the bar, hops across, hops on top of the piano, and starts singing the Gershwin tunes. And the bartender's out flat out amazed and gives the guy another drink. And this other fella in the bar comes up and he says, I, 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 I have to have that frog. I'll give you $100 for that frog. I says, sure. Takes 100 bucks. The guy takes the frog and leaves. And the bartender looks at him and says, you're crazy. What's wrong with you? You could have made millions of dollars with that frog. He goes, ah, oh, don't worry. Frog can't sing. The hamster's also a ventriloquist. <laughs> That's the most insane joke All I've right, heard. I got one. I got okay. one you haven't heard, Pete. All right. Okay. All right, so this guy comes home from work one day. He sits down, has a drink, and a voice comes out of nowhere, big booming voice. Sell your house. Take all the money. Move to Las Vegas. <laughs> He's freaked out. He doesn't know what to do. But, you know, he has another drink and goes to bed. Next day he comes home, sits down, has a drink. Again, the voice. Sell your house. Take all the money. Go to Las Vegas. Hurry. <laughs> so he thinks this has got to be a sign or something, so he does it. He puts his house on the market. He sells it at rock-bottom prices. He gets $200,000 in cash and a briefcase. He gets on a bus. He goes to Las Vegas. He gets out at the bus stop, and he looks up. He says, now what? And the voice goes, go to Bally's. So he gets in a cab, and he goes to Bally's. He enters the door. He looks up and says, now what? And the voice says, go to the roulette table. Hurry. <laughs> so he goes to the roulette table. He looks up and says, now what? And the voice says, put everything on 17 red. Do it. <laughs> so he goes, $200,000 on 17 red. Wheel goes around. <laughs> Guy goes, 19 black. And the voice goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's about how I feel about gambling, actually. <laughs> I don't because I lose money, and it's and I worked hard enough to earn it. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Hot mic. Well, Too we're funny. just about uh, to the end of our show here, Richard. Um, Let's just uh, get one more round of applause from our friends here, and we'll call it a show. All right. I'm up for that. All right, guys. One more round of applause for .NET Rock. And the random guy from New London. And here's the 400 more. .NET Rocks is recorded and produced by Pwop Productions, providing professional audio, audio mastering, video, post-production, and podcasting services. Online at www.pwop.com. .NET Rocks is a production of Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter and offering custom on-site classes in Microsoft development technology with expert developers online at www.franklins.net 
For more .NET Rocks episodes and to subscribe to the podcast feeds, go to our website at www.dotnetrocks.com. Got a transmitter band by the MCU.